0: so podcast is now recording so guys what we experience right now is that I have this 2019 Mazda MX-5 which I driven for quite a while I did quite a bit I went to the uh, Speedway in Fontana did some Canyon carving some very aggressive ones at Angeles Crest Highway out here so it's really fantastic and that being said there's tons of opportunity and if you guys want to see me do some crazy stuff with this please let me know the balance of the car the suspension, how it handles, even for a factory car, it's absolutely amazing. Guys, I've never, 150 horsepower, my D-Series used to make more than that, but I've never had that much fun. It's almost, I, dare I say, this Mazda is changing me. It's changing me to a point where I don't need to have a lot of power to have a blast, but let me put my own self to shame. I'd love to add another 100, 150 horsepower to this, let's say 300 wheel, and then have the same balance and lightweight. Holy mackerel, this thing could be a, a monster. Huge, tight, high revs, you know. I haven't weighed her yet. I haven't weighed her factory, but I can check on my specs. It's a great question, me. Uh Let's see here. Ooh. Curb rate is 2339. So almost, almost 2400 pounds. 2339 is the curb rate, um, AJ. Um, Fourth gear, and Izzy, one good thing, Izzy's asking what gear do I do the pulls on, on the dyno, fourth gear. With a dyno pack, it doesn't really matter what gear you put it in because part of the setup is to put in the the gear ratio. So it absorbs energy through the hub, so you don't have any tire interfaces that can grow and skew results. And then with that, it divides it by the gear ratio to give you the accurate amount of energy that you see at the wheels. So um, yeah, you're very close, X-Gen, if you said 2300, you know. Cone filter depends on the design of the cone filter. Now, with cone filters, the pleat count is very important, the pleat design is important, the membrane that's used within is important, even the mesh that surrounds inner and outer is important, and the surface area, so there's so many things, but with a properly designed one and some tuning you can. But what I know out the gate, is that Mazda did a smashing job in making this car very conservative in terms of fuel ratio. Especially with direct injection, you can get away with slightly leaner mixtures and pick up some nice power. Alfie says, 280 horsepower would be a blast, I agree. If this is fun now, add 150 to the wheels. Now it have some good torque, which is great, but imagine what would happen. What would be my favorite track to take the Miata? Streets would be good, it's a nice tight track. Button Willow would be a nice one too. So Streets of Willow or Button, I think those would be really good tracks, you know? Um, Murdered Legacy, I do have the minivan, but I don't think it's fecal like as the way you mentioned. Uh, Murder, if you build cars you would appreciate the difficulty it took to build this car. We had seven weeks to build a minivan from factory to a thousand horses and it was the, one of the most difficult cars for me to build ever. I actually felt ill building it so the fact that we even got it started with an engine management solution that's not commercially available is amazing let alone the kind of power it made. So, I appreciate you asking about it but I don't appreciate your fecal re- response to it. Hey Shell, thank you for joining us, good afternoon. Cash cans can help quite a bit, especially if you have uh, any kind of additional mods that can introduce crank pressure. That'd be very good. Mark Kochler, If you're talking about the new FK-based SIs, I love them. I like the fact that they have the nice Civic look and lightweight and not the, a lot of amenities like the crazy arrow that you may see at Type R. As a matter of fact, I think the ultimate Civic for me would be an SI with all Type R drivetrain. That'd be really cool, you know? Funnier than the S2000. It's a different feel to it. I feel more balanced with S2000. I mean, with this one than the S2000. I like the shifter in S2000. Even though this is a very close second, um, this feels to me more nimble. The the S2000 in factory form seems like it's missing something there, where there's a lot more lean. This feels really connected when I'm driving. When I went to the canyons, it was really, really nice. You know? Yes, Ray. I just dynoed it. It made 150 to the wheels. I just did a quick sweep for you guys. You know? Um, I know, right? Rolling, you're absolutely correct. Mazda's doing a great job and really messing with me and getting me to really like their brand a lot, you know? Um, it depends what, what. How often do you, should you want to blast? It depends on your filtration system. If you have a proper filter system, you can go for almost hundreds of thousands of miles without worrying about it. But if you have a system that's not ideal, I've seen people water blast as quickly as 40,000 miles. It depends, you know? Alex Soto, yes, I just it a moment ago. Uh, you missed it. I just downloaded it and it made 150 to the wheels. Um, I didn't have to initiate any crazy protocol for dyno mode. I just pressed the touch and control button for more than five seconds and I was able to dyno without palm and I did it in fourth gear which is pretty nice. So this vehicle is actually very impressive to me and what I love about it is it still has that nice heritage from Mazda where the interior is absolutely gorgeous, very attractive external design. This is lighter than the previous generation which is almost impossible to do with today's standards. 181 horsepower to the crank, which translates to 150 to the wheels on my dyno. Now what's really cool about this new system is that it's a very upscale model where even something as simple as the roof is hand-painted black. You know, most cars are just spray-painted by machine, but this one, yes, the exterior is spray-painted by machine, but the top is spray-painted black because it's a very unique design. It's one of unique designs, this is the 30th year anniversary of the Mazda Miata. And Mazda's making these special units about I think about a 1,000 of them, of which I think the 500s come to the United States. And all 500 were sold out within the first hour or so of being brought to the market, which is pretty amazing. So this Mazda Heritage is still there. One great thing about this vehicle being an MX-5 or Miata combo, any given weekend, there are more of these being raced in the world than any other brand, which is pretty exciting. Brian, I am great. How are you, sir? Hey, Angel, good seeing you, VR shooter. Thank you for joining me. And thanks for joining me this time for me to test and dyno the MX-5 Mazda, which is pretty exciting. I'm excited about this. This is pretty cool, you know. Thank you so much, Roger Seferin. I appreciate the kind words. I'm here to help. I have so much opinion for cars. I just love cars deeply. It's just absolutely fantastic. I love cars a lot. Um, so Ray RayD05 is asking, hey, BC, I was going to order some Pure Oil, but they don't have what I usually use, which is 0W40 is, I live in the Northeast and they recommend 5 to 4, but I think it's too thick for a cold water. Yes, so um, Ray, what I would suggest for you to use is the same thing I use on my Viper, which is outside. The Viper request for 0W40, which I don't really like because it has too wide a scale of 0 to 40. And here's the challenge with that. To make a 0 thin oil, 0 weight oil, act like a 40 at temperature, you have to add a lot of viscosity modifiers. And those viscosity modifiers are essentially polymers which is the first thing to break down when you have high heat. So what do I do with my Viper? I run the Purell 10W40, which is what you should run. Even in your cold weather, it gives you an, enough you know, thinness to crank properly without having challenges, and gives you the protection you need at high temperatures. So don't go to 2050, that's definitely far from what you need. The 10W40 Purell is definitely the way to go. And that's what I use on mine. The Purell uh, 1040 is recommended where a zero or five W40 is suggested. So you should be okay, you know? Um, yes, it's always me, Thank you so much, BNS. I appreciate the kind words. Um, I don't know what this has in it. I don't know. I know it's had to be some kind of a factory issue, but I don't know. But I know it's a 2.8 thereabout in terms of final drive, you know? Um, so, what can I tell you about Purel versus Castro on your 2018 SI? Quite a few X Gen. Well, the Castro that you may use, I don't know which one it is, but would not contain anywhere near the amount of protective zinc that you need. Being that you're an SI, SI valve train is very, very sensitive and susceptible to wear. So, if you are very interested in having longevity for your engine, you want something that has a very good amount of zinc, but not just any kind of zinc added to it, zinc that doesn't disassociate very easily from the base compound. So, that being said, Pure has a very unique structure with the added package where whether you're having something that has a high flow cat or a factor catalyst, you don't have to worry about contamination because it doesn't disassociate itself easily from the base compound, meaning you don't contaminate it easily. So what I've seen versus Castrol, and I've tested myself in-house, even the higher versions, the more elite versions, is that the Pure Oil has higher shear sure stability, better wear protection, lower oil temps than what you may experience, can release more power. You see anywhere from 5 to 6 wheel horsepower on your SI alone to like just switching over. And above and beyond that, the zinc protects your valve train and VTEC assemblies very, very well. And when you think of the change intervals as well, since you can go 5 to 6,000 miles without changing oil, it actually saves you money in the long run, while unleashing some power. So that's the way to go. As Alfie CTRX is saying here, do it, you know? Um, VR shooter, I didn't see your question. You may have to ask that uh, again, you know? Yes, you should, by all means. My pleasure indeed, X-Gen. Yes, it is. Um, Yes, it is very possible, but brave. Here's what happens. Keeping a toker flat and multiplying by RPM will continue to increase the horsepower, but there are other things that come into play. Intake manifold being able to sustain it because you're breathing more air, and you can have this choke po- point, when you see choke falling off, multiple things happen. You're running out of air because you have restrictions with your intake. The throttle body or intake manifold can cause that. And also, you're introducing more friction than the engine was designed for. Above and beyond that, one concept that really helps create higher pin power is your camshaft. If you have a camshaft with a fairly narrow window, meaning you have a short duration, a very small overlap, it affects breathability at top end, so you necessarily won't make that power up top. So there's more than that, which is pretty interesting, you know? Um... Yes, what what for normal changes, yes, absolute superior. Purell is known as a boutique oil. So you don't see the evaporative function that you may see with mobile, meaning you don't see it evaporating very easily. It has a very low evaporative function. When compared to oil, there's no comparison. Of all the oils, there is no comparison with Purell in terms of sheer stability, and also being able to release power and protection as well. Purell is a combination of a Group 4 and Group 5 base oils, which does very well with longevity and heat resilience. The OIs you mentioned are primarily Group Three, which is older technology and doesn't do very well. You know, um, yes, this is ND, NDA, by all means. Thank you, Dan. How are you, sir? Good seeing you. Um, this one is the twenty nineteen. It's so a twenty nineteen, yeah. Hello, Hetty. Thanks for joining us today. Good afternoon, everyone. And um, this did very well. I, I just had so much fun with this. But let's talk about something exciting about this vehicle as well. Recaro seats, which are hollow, very nice, very, very, very firm. Built-in suspension, factory. Eibach, no, no, Eibach. Um, uh, The brakes from Brembo, factory issue. Has some very cool BBS lightweight wheels, which is factory issue as well. If you guys want to see me go crazy with this car, let me know your thoughts. I'll be more than happy to explore that with you and talk to Mazda about maybe doing something really be crazy. That'd be fantastic. Um... So, yes, uh, Braves asking, so I want to keep the durability on it. Yes. For me, whether it's high horsepower or low horsepower, durability is extremely important to me. Extremely. Which is very nice, you know? And if I had the opportunity to keep the nimble function of this car, keep it lightweight, and increase the power to a factor of two or more, I think it would be absolutely amazing. Kappa says, the crazier, the better. Which is nice, you know? Post a POV video when driving the Miata. I think I would do that. I need to probably set up some equipment and do some, some point of view. Um, I will be honest with you, I will behave myself when driving when I'm on camera. I always behave, except when I go to Mexico, then all bets are off, you know? Uh, how much space is there to work? Quite a bit. So earlier on, and you may have missed this Samuel, um, I showed a good opportunity where you can place a nice turbo, which is pretty nice. In Kiru, hi Kiruka. Good seeing you enjoying your spring break, which is great, I love you. Um, Oh, thank you so much, Robbie, for the kind words. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yep, Mexico is three hunks away. Amen. Like, honk, 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 take off. One, two, three, Mexico. So, so if I'm in Mexico, then I'll have a lot of fun. If not, I can't do that, you know. Build an exo set with it. Exo truck, I don't know what an exo set is. I may need your help in clarifying that for me. That'd be really, really interesting. Please do let me know. Oh, you know what? I think earlier on, hello, I am Jeremy. Earlier on, we were talking about uh, oils, right? And um, I heard from Presley, who's one of the guys, you know, senior executives at Pure All. And uh, he gave me an offer, which I want to um, talk to you guys about. He gave me a friends and family offer, which I hope I don't get in trouble by sharing this with you guys. But. Um, I'm gonna do it anyway you guys are my friends and you're my family so here's what i'm gonna do i get this opportunity where all my friends and family who i bring on board to pure all can get a case for like 99 bucks now the case is typically like 256 but it's only available to my friends and family i think for the next week or so so what i'll tell you guys is um if you hit up pure on instagram here and let them know that you're my friend or family member um, and let them know that you heard about it on this they will be more than happy to honor like, uh, for a case, like 99 bucks for a case, plus shipping, I think, you know? So that being said, um, explore that. Hurry up before I, um, I get in trouble, which I don't think I'll get in trouble. I shouldn't. Presley told me it's my friends and family. So that being said, hi, Kirimoto. Um, do it before they s- smack me down. Anyway, just a little tidbit, and, and I'll try and sneak in a post to remind you guys, just in case. I know JP, um... I'm hoping I don't get in trouble, so I'm being very cautious with this. can you? Okay, keep in There we Hey, Zach, good seeing you. You know? Um, good to see you as well, A.O. Um, so Ikenna, uh, I'm right here, and Zach as well. In front of the Miata, I just put on a dyno, which is cool, you can see that. And it made good power. It made actually pretty good 150, which I am shocked that had so much fun. I'm shocked and embarrassed at the same time that had so much fun with a 180 crank, 150 wheel horsepower car which shows the potential. And what I'm curious about is for you Mazda lovers, for you lx 5 Miata lovers, do you guys typically wait to modify your cars or do you modify them right off the box? Um, I'd be very curious to find out. Um, I had two meetings, Zach, and one had to be delayed until next week, Monday, but the other one went extremely well. So thank you, thank you so much. You're racing is right. He says momentum is fun, it is. But what if we can amplify that momentum with some, some horsepower? How cool would that be? You know, um, HRT, I don't, under, I think you're writing in Russian, but I don't know what you're saying. So sorry. BBS, plus a car, for Brembo, win, win, win. Absolutely, of course, with a nice vehicle in between it, which is pretty nice, you know. Well, Tony, that's okay. Don't feel bad that uh, the Mazda MX-5 makes 150 to the wheels, because I have Porsches here that make less than that. I have a Porsche, which I should probably put up a chart soon. It's a 3.2 engine, naturally aspirated, which makes... 146, and it's a Porsche flat 6 that may make a little bit more torque than my MX-5 did, but the Porsche 911s that make less than that. It's how balanced it is, how much fun, and how much more we can make from it, which is what I want to do, you know? Ooh, Easy says I should take the car in a stock form, the button willow, and try to put it up the best time I can, and then go wild with it, and then see what happens afterwards. Easy, that's a good idea. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to call my friends from, the, from Mazda, see if there's an opportunity that we can get this car back again, Try that out, do as much as I can. AJ, I'm gonna need some pointers from you, brother, and see what we can do, and make it happen, you know? Si says, talk about my all-wheel drive Porsche with the turbos out the hood. I would love to. So, I hope you don't get upset with me, but um, that was an, an April Fool's joke. For me to have a Porsche that was originally real-wheel drive rear engine, like an RR layout, and then to put a D-Series, where I pair cylinders one and four and two and three, make a twin turbo put it in the front and make a front wheel drive that was a bit of a joke I love you too Kiru um, so that being said I know X-Gen it was, it was an April Fool's joke now I will tell you one thing that would have been the most outrageous project I've ever done before but the team and I have talked about it this year and we're going to build something amazing, amazingly just as crazy this year so hang tight I won't disappoint you it may not be as outlandish as what I put up yesterday as a joke but it will be almost up there so hang tight you know Rev Hang is what DJs asking. Do you think it helps with boost not falling? Yes, it does. It does quite a bit. Sam, I'm going to call you. Sam, you're saying let's do it, but you're probably going to hate me this year because I have a lot coming your way. <laughs> so for those who know Sam, he's a very talented fabricator and a good friend, and he helps me make crazy stuff come true here at Bissomoto. So he's going to love me now, but I think by tomorrow he's going to hate me. So I'm going to give you a call, Sam, and let you know what's going on. <laughs> um, Izzy, I can't do a Z6 miniata. I kind of want to see what I can do with Skyactiv engine. And one thing about the Skyactiv technology is it's quite interesting. They, they really focus on having a very interesting cam profiles, optimizing pistons for even with high compression and a very interesting dish. They also, I would say, place the direct injectors in such a way that stratification is very, very precise in the combustion chamber, allowing for great efficiency Great gas mileage and amazing torque and reliability. And here's what I'll tell you guys. I told you I did some canyon carving and I was misbehaving when I was doing that. I was driving around the entire LA area, even went as far as Santa Clarita and came back. Guess what my average mile per gallon was? Hello Miami zone cone. I got 31 miles per gallon. I think the worst I did was 30.4 average. There are some times I did 26 and there are times I got to 99 when I was coasting but my average was 31 miles per gallon. How do I do that easy? Not even 26, 31, which is great. Not 54, not 54 Reina, not 16 Kevin, but 31. So imagine a world where there's a SkyTech technology that optimizes direct injection, has very high compression. I mean, compression's north of 12 to one on a factory setup. You can use either 87, but ideally 91. The pistons have a very interesting dish that allows for improved stratification. The camshaft profile is one that can optimize pumping losses in this. And with that, even by, while passing emissions and doing extremely well, can give 181 horsepower. And for me, for me, BC, idiot driver BC, 31 miles per gallon, which is pretty interesting, you know? Yes, north of it, there are certain regions that have as high as 13 to 1 with Skyactiv, which is pretty nice. I know, is the E85 would be awesome. I beg the gods of Mazda to allow me to get access to a couple of these cars and go crazy with it. That'd be so fantastic, you know. Uh, thank you so much, Bate Tumba. <laughs> so I appreciate the kind words, you know. Dark with um, Cade. I think we talked about that last week. He's asking, is the F22 A1, A4, and A6 has the same? Yes, they are. The only difference between the A1, A6 variation is the camshaft. The camshaft profile in A6 is slightly more aggressive. In fact, they but when modified, they have the same head flow or same opportunity for power or potential. So whichever one you can find, go at it. Unless you are going to uh, put some aftermarket camshafts, maybe from us, we can definitely take care of you, you know? How much horsepower do you think the Y8 can hold all motor? It depends. The Y8 can hold the same amount as Z6. I wouldn't be shy to push what I did on my A6, which I made 230 plus to the wheels. I'm sure Y8 can do that with a lot of modifications. The Achilles heel of the d 60 y 8 is the oiling system. Because unlike the earlier legacy engines of the A6 and the Z6 where it oils from the center and spreads outwards, the configuration changed with the Y8 where it starts from one side of the block and oils to the other side. Now the side that gets the least oil tends to spin bearings from time to time. So if you have a choice, you can stick with your Y8 head, but you may want to consider a Z6 or A6 bottom end, you know? Uh, half the time, I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry, Sal, neighbor. Um, Please, by all means, my goal is to make tech fun and understandable. I'm not one of those engineers that like to speak over my audience or speak over my friends or try to come across as bright by using big words. My goal is to really, really dumb down technology so we all can understand it. So if there's something that I say that's rubbish or doesn't sound like it makes sense, please ask me. I many times use analogies to be able to explain. And I've done crazy things with analogies where I can talk about food analogy or treating a car as a whore, which is not really good, but people got it when I used prostitutes as an analogy. It works, works out, you know? Um, Low-life girl, how do I season a steak? I'm the worst person to ask, because I don't cook. I cannot cook, I, ca- I can barely boil water. Now, I'm great in lab, I can build an engine, I can tune, I can design, I can create, but I do not know how to cook. So I can uh, say that with you. Yeah, it's a dirty whore. I've, I've used analogies like that from time to time, you know. Thoughts on VTEC-E. Very clever. I've actually used VTEC-E where there's three-stage VTEC to much success, even in performance opportunities, where you can have a very flat torque curve by utilizing different stages on the camshafts. So even though the E turns the economy, you can, use, you can modify camshafts. We have billets for that. And you can optimize it. It just adds one more solenoid to the equation, which is another a fail point, but you can get a much flatter torque curve than you would see with a standard two-stage VTEC. What advice could you give a mechanical engineering student who want to get into this field? Very easy, Abe. Great question. Internship. Find a facility in your local area that is along the lines of what you'd like to get into. I don't care, even as a mechanical engineering student, that you want to start off sweeping the floor. Go in there, offer your services as an intern, sweep the floor. From then on, before you know it, you may start observing what's going on in the facility. You may start building engines. You may start doing some design. You may start using everything that you are learning in school towards your curriculum. And by all means, I guarantee you that when the time comes for you to open your own business or work for another company or even go into aerospace, companies nowadays want people who have extracurricular activities. If there are two of you going for an interview and one guy did extremely well in school and you have schooling and experience in the field, you would get hired instead. Also there's a more important envelope or layer to that and that layer is this it allows you to understand if you want to do this so that's great you know um thank you so much life. appreciate the kind words how it works like anything in life you're absolutely correct gj boosted gd3 for me asked do i like doing recalls well i don't do recalls here since i'm not a dealership but i don't like taking my cars to recalls at all now if you mean recalling Opportunities for advancement or thinking about recalls in my life racing or so so forth? Of course I do. So it depends. Grand Yogan is asking Is it possible to convert a normal throttle body and, to an e throttle body? You take an analog throttle system and put a throttle body motor and use a throttle body system. Um, it is possible. As a matter of fact, let's talk about some cars that have done that. Right next to me here, and I'll just turn, those on YouTube you can see it, but I'm just turning it around here. That car right here is a Porsche boxer that we converted to a race car. That originally came with a mechanical throttle body and now it has radar wire. The wagon, 1990 wagon, of course, came with a dual point injection with a very nasty throttle body that's about this big. Now it runs a large 76 millimeter e throttle, as you refer to it, or direct injection, I mean, um, uh, or electronic throttle body, indeed. Um, has CAN bus, it used to be distributed, now it's direct, now it's direct fire. Uh, not even batch, sequential. So yes, you can. Now the key caveat of doing that is to use a proper engine management solution that allows you to do that or transplanting the entire wiring system from a car that already has it and you're good to go, you know? Uh, Natty says, he's am going to stop until I build a car for him to send to Jamaica. That's a good goal. And in the chance that you ever recruit our services, I sincerely look forward to exceeding your expectations, you know? Uh, how do you go about that? Oh, I just mentioned Grand Yogi There are two ways of doing that. Um, you can use an AEM Infinity, as AJ from Relent- Relentless Racing just mentioned. Um, yes, AJ, the Infinity, um, the 506 box that you have can control one driver-wire throttle. And then the larger box, which have the two modules, like the 708 or 710, can control two throttle bodies as well. So you can do that. Dark is asking AEM versus MoTeC. And here's my take on that. Both are very good systems. Amazing systems. I like AEM, I love Motec. However, one thing I like about the AEM is that it allows me, the current AEM, the Infinity, has a faster processing speed than both ECUs that you, than the ECU just mentioned. Um, but here's the big caveat AEM offers the entire software is open. So if you want to go drive by wire, you don't have to pay to get that upgrade. If you want to go to closed loop knock control, you don't have to pay for that. If you want to do closed loop, um, uh, for dual banks, for O2 sensors, you don't have to do that. Individual cylinder tuning for knock, for uh, ignition, for fuel, you don't have to open that. So with MoTeC, you can get the base unit, but every time you have an upgrade that you want to explore with your tuning, you have to pay to be able to unlock those features, while AM com- comes completely unlocked. So uh, net-net, I can get all the features of a MoTeC with an AM Infinity at a fraction of the cost, which is pretty nice. DJ is asking, does Pure only do oil? Yes, at this point, they only do motor oil. I know they're going to expand to gearbox oils. I think they're going to expand some kind of water wetter system. I think we'll get into later on uh, filters. Um, I think the last meeting I had, they were talking a little bit about uh, doing brake fluids and stuff like that. So, But right now, that aerospace-based company starts off with motor oils only, you know? Uh, How is it going, GT Powders? Things are great. Thank you so much. Hello, High Class Customs. Good to see you as always. Um, yeah, you may want to. AJ, let me know what year you are because they don't have... They don't cover all AP one and AP twos for Infinity, but it's really good. That would be a good way to go. Um, yes, coolants, absolutely. Well done, DJ. I think you're finding it extremely appealing. By all means, you know. Um, so Brave is thing. So in theory, you can move the v 12 out of an O3 BMW 760li uh, into a 95 525 wagon. You move everything. Like obviously, the electronics don't know the sheet metal they're attached to. You. That's correct. Now. One thing about um, BMWs is that they're so sensitive to CAN protocol with body modules. So what I'll typically do in that case, if it's an engine, especially that's off-road or you're not in California, is to do the transplant, allowing that the physical physical attributes of the engine allow you to fit into that wagon, um, and then use the engine management solution to control it. So you can use like an AM Infinity with, uh, if you're going to run batch, you can get away with a smaller box, but I think they do have a, a 712 that can control 12 injectors and 12 coils. If not, you can do uh, something kind of like to run batch and you can do a wasted spark as well. So an engine management solution would be the way to go to make it much easier. But if you have the patience to transfer the body module information if it needs it or to trick the ECU to seeing what it wants to see with the body module, yes, you can individually take everything out and transfer over and the chassis or ECU could care less or not even know what's going on you know so this three sedan Oppa, is asking was the ND an improvement in my opinion yes it was not only does it look and better this thing looks like a mini Viper to me I have my Viper outside and I look next to him like oh man as a matter of fact when I went up north there's some people that we saw the weekend before when we went up north that or a couple weekends before where they saw the Viper and they thought it was the same car yeah, even though it was a, it a, it it was a Viper. Like well, that Viper is pretty cool. So it has this beautiful, like, kind of throwback to the old-school Jaguars of the UK. You know, think of the old-school X-based vehicles and how they had the nice long nose and the beautiful short cabin. And it's just classic design that just stays with you. Yeah, the old-school F-types as well. It looks very much like that. So in terms of it looks I think it's an improvement. Also, the balance is amazing. And how many times do you see a manufacturer make a new car that's lighter than its predecessor. It never happens. But is able to retain today's safety, we'll call, uh, safety requirements while making the car still beautiful and also lightweight. It, it, it exceeds all pedestrian safety requirements. It's absolutely gorgeous. Even when driving this, it has lane warnings for me. So if I want to turn and shift lanes and the car next to me, it beeps and lets me know, oh! And I'm like, okay, maybe not switching lanes quite yet. So safety is very important these guys. I love it, you know? Uh. Well, you know what? I met Randy Pope. I know he was um, not so excited about Vipers initially, but now he's a Viper lover, which is great. Randy's a great. That guy is so talented and so down to earth. Um, I spent time with him. Uh, I think last year in a Motor Trend party, and then later last year um, I met him uh, at Pebble Beach, which is pretty nice. All down in Monterey, which is great. You know. Um, so DJ saying I've become super interested in tuning. Can you re- uh, recommend a place to learn? Sure. Um, EFI 101. Um, that would be definitely the place to go. Um, you can register online. They, I can actually they have basic courses and advanced courses where you can actually sit in a car. I know there are lots of online courses there, but you can fly out. They actually can put you on the in a car in an advanced course, and you can physically get familiar and comfortable with the sounds and the smells and the feeling of tuning, which is great. So definitely, EFI 101. Ben Strader is the proprietor of that great guy. You know, yep, EFI 101 by all means. Yeah, I agree, it was getting too fat. Grand Yogin is saying that Nia is getting too fat. Yeah, but guess what? Because the people at Mazda are enthusiasts, because they're hardcore and they love cars, and they want to keep the essence and beauty of what Mazda was about, look at it. Most companies are going towards SUVs and cars that can move volumes, but even though Mazda has their own SUVs in their lines, look at what they do. They, they are hardcore enthusiasts. They keep creating this car, even though it's not a big money maker for them. I think they even lose money with this thing. But it shows how their passion with racing is, and how great they are. So I, I appreciate that. Z, Z, Z33 Times asking my favorite Honda engine. His is J37. I really like the F22A. You guys know that. The F22A, that was in the 91, 90s, early 90s accord. Um, modern day engines, I have good affinity for the K24Z7, but in its current model, the Type R engine is pretty cool. You know, The new Supra, we talked about that last week. Um, that being said, it looks really better in person than on photos. So I think there's a huge opportunity there to be able to give the supercar that Nissan put definitely in the hundreds of thousands and then Acura followed suit to be able to put it in less than six figures. I think it's going to be a home run. Even though some people complain about its affinity with BMW, I think it's, it's really a blessing to be able to have that. So I think that's good. I think it's going to be a very good vehicle and I wouldn't mind getting my hands on one and don't be surprised if we do. You know, had an uh, argument about LS versus K-series, which is better. So are you talking about LS Honda or LS Chevy? That'd be interesting, you know. Do you think Honda switched over to intake? Why do you think Honda switched the intake exhaust on a K20C? Well, first, it's easier. And if we say switched, if you mean in terms of where it sits, it's akin to all K-series, which is, you know, intake manifold in the front, exhaust in the back. But if you mean integrated exhaust manifold, is to be able to light off the catalytic converter to allow... Uh, first, ease of manufacturing and cost, but also to allow for better emissions and to heat up the catalyst much easier. So hence you have that integrated exhaust manifold, you know? Yes, it does, but it doesn't mean, Mike is saying the new Supra has less power than the Z, new Z4, yes. But since the nomenclature for the engine is pretty much the same, it wouldn't be a problem to be able to up it. And uh, that's very BMW-like to want to have a little bit more performance. But it doesn't stop us, as builders and tuners, from getting to or exceeding by far what the Z4 has stock, so it's not a challenge, not a challenge at all. Um. <laughs> so SB is asking, because I've had customers ask about the benefits of de-stroking engine, can you elaborate? Yes I can. So one thing about de-stroking engine, I've done that, I did that on my D series. It allows for safer, better longevity, and a higher RPM capability. There are, in essence, all things being equal. When I say all things being equal, we're keeping the color content of the fuel the same, so we're not changing fuels, the one way to get power into an engine, power, to make, have an engine make power, all things being equal is to ingest more air. The more air you can get into the engine, with the proper amount of fuel, you'll make more power. And you can do that with displacement, you can do that with RPM. Now when you destroke an engine, it allows you safely with less side loading, it allows you to safely and more efficiently get more air into the engine, so de it. Even if you go with a larger bore, you destroke it, you have more higher RPM capability that's safer. So hence, you have the opportunity to make some good power. Now, the challenge for us in the Honda world, many of us, is that our valve train wasn't designed that way, so you can do some really creative things to be able to keep your valve train in survival mode north of 10,000 RPMs. Um, you, don't want to do that, you don't want to do that with LS heads. There's some Ks that you want to push that much. I know what I had to do with my F22A to get it to rev to 10.4 reliably, There are quite a few things you have to do, but when done right, you can go lower in displacement, or you can keep the displacement the same by de-stroking and going bigger bore, and getting more RPM capability for better breathability, and hence making more power, which is pretty nice, you know? Thank you, Jeremiah, I appreciate the thumbs up. Go ahead, Super Saiyan. It's about, I think we're almost close to the hour, so I would love to be able to ask your questions before I excuse myself. Hello, S our performance 2110 good seeing you as always um, no i haven't had much experience pnw with golf tdis not much with the turbo diesels so please forgive me i don't have a relationship at all with volkswagen and guys just to let you know one of the things that allow me hello olaf one of the things that allows me to do well with cars period is the support of the oem so the reason why i've had great success with porsches is a lot of local dealerships with some influence from porsche has helped me tremendously um, the reason why I've done extremely well with Hondas and Hyundais and some forge to some extent is that the manufacturers do support us with that. Yes, it helps tremendously when I have companies like, like Trom and Golden Eagle and AEM, when they're there to support us tremendously, SBE, machine, that helps a lot, but the OEMs really allow us to do great things. So when I get support from OEMs, let's say I had some support from Volkswagen I get, I'll be more than happy and it helps me tremendously in doing things. Even with this new Supra, by partnering with Toyota, would help tremendously in having us develop stuff because developing parts is very, very expensive. And as a singular person with a great team behind me, it gets very expensive and I cannot afford it all. It's very challenging to do, you know? Um, so, 2110, yes, I've traveled overseas many times to two, um, everywhere from Europe to north of the border here in the U.S., to around the world. Yes, I've done that. So, if you're interested, write to us at sales.bcmo.com and if it's ideal enough with enough cars, we'd be more than happy to explore that. Oh, Time is flying, time is flying. Um, i love to see that, Playmaker, i love to see that indeed. Olaf is asking what's new. Well, what's new, Olaf, is I have this Mazda MX-5, which is a very nice model, very upscale model indeed. Hello Dennis, good seeing you, it's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, I'll just grab some stuff here. Um, we just put on a dyno too, it's pretty cool. And. This right here, uh, that's not uh, So, just had to make sure I turned the car off, which I did. But, hold on, what I was saying, this is the Club RF model, which is really upscale, comes with Brembo brakes, um, nice boosting shots. shocks. BBS wheels. The top is not a normal gray, as the car, you can see. The car has this beautiful gray color, but and I, I guess I murdered quite a few bugs when I was having fun. But the top is hand-painted. It's really, really elite, very nice. Um, specs, it's a 2.0 Skyactiv engine, direct-injected, uh, manual six-speed transmission, which is very nice, very nice shifting as well. I think it even contains the Skyactiv gearbox setup, which is pretty interesting, uh, which gives a very nice short-shifting and, and a very lightweight structure inside that allows much better driving experience, Above and beyond that, um, makes 181 horsepower to the crank, which I verified by putting mine on the dyno, or this one on the dyno, and it made 150.43 to the wheels, which is right on par to what they mentioned, which is pretty nice. I know. I killed a lot of butterflies. I feel like a murderer. Look at that. A lot of rubbish there. I killed a lot of butterflies. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, Thank you so much, Soto. I appreciate the kind words. The Grand Yoginess, if you really want me to do a build, let me know. I definitely need to. um, Let the people from Mazda, they want to know if you're interested in having us do something. And if you are, um, I'll put a post up. You can write to us. I'll forward it on to the powers that may be to see if it's something you'd like to see. The car is really awesome in factory form. But I feel with additional 100, 150, another 600 horsepower, (laughs) I think this car would be amazing. It would be nice just to be able to go partial thought and roll the tires and go sideways. This thing would be so great. And what would be so important to me is I'd like to do something different by keeping that 5248 front or rear bias where it's very balanced intact. It would be very important to me to use engineering to my advantage and keep that balance, but give it more power. That would be so great. And if it forces me to go supercharged, I'll do it. But I'd love to go turbocharged because it gives me a lot more flexibility and, 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 and just dynamic function, which is good, you know? Um, thank you so much, Catman Drew. I appreciate the kind words. He says he's a big fan, he loves my enthusiasm. I appreciate being here. I wish I had this option when I was growing up in love of cars, but I'm here to help. Yes, Leviticus, zoom zoom, uh, feel alive. I guess that's one of the things I do. Marlon from back east, hello brother. How are you sir? So Marlon Ultimate EG. For those of you guys who know Marlon, he has his EG that's green, like the Hulk. The thing is, it's one of the cleanest EGs. He puts West Coast EGs to shame with his. We appreciate you, sir. I, I love your enthusiasm for everything uh, Honda based you know I know Kevin the, the balance is amazing I can't believe how much fun I had in the canyons with this with 150 wheel horsepower how crazy is that you know ah Olaf so center seat news I have some new technology that I cannot wait to release and I'm building another center seat this year it's going to be gold with a single turbo so the other two I built the red one that's right here next to me and the black one that's in the corner over there um, definitely exists in both twin turbo configurations. One has the turbos facing outwards, one inwards, and I want something similar but different with new technology. So, in a few months, I should have something very nice, and I'll give some options on what to choose, which would be very nice, you know. 2JZ Monster, very tried and true, the old engine. Hello, TFT, good seeing you. Thank you so much. But the technology is really old. I mean, we need something new. What I would love to do in the same vein as a 2JZ, is to play with the new inline-six that's in the new Supra. That'd be really cool, you know? Marlon, thank you so much. I appreciate you and your dedication and passion to the Honda scene. We need more people like you that have passion and care about their cars. We need that passion across all marquees, whether it's Honda, Nissan, Toyota, Porsche, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, Mazda. We need that passion. We need to continue to keep the thing going and, and have cars that are an extension of ourselves so what if you want to camber your wheels and go hella flush? That's what you love. So what if you want to be crazy like me and put 500 more horsepower on a 150 horsepower setup? Do it, it's a view. of you. All I want you guys to do is to stay safe. Olaf, next event is this weekend. So this weekend, I'm gonna display the wagon, which is right here, at Formula D. So if you're in the local area, guys, come out along with Formula D. I'll be in the Turbonex booth, please come out. If you are a big Porsche-file, like I'm sure you are Olaf, at the Peterson Museum, early morning from 8 a.m. to about 10 p.m. It may be noon, close to noon. At the Peterson, there's a Zuffenhausen event happening up top at the Peterson. So I'll be there with the blue Porsche, which is right over there. So the wagon, i am just take this over here to you guys and switch this around. You guys can see my YouTube. But the wagon is going to be there at Formula D. Uh yes, case wagon. And the Porsche right there. Is going to be at the Zuffenhausen event, which is pretty cool. So that's the wow. Uh, and the Odyssey is just chilling there. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, please do, Andrew. And you picked a great place to. Uh, you picked a great place to move to. It's very nice. Very nice. There's testing tune on Sunday. There's so much going on There's so little time. I want to go to all of it. Oh my god. Okay. If I finish up at uh, the Porsche event, maybe I'll try and swim by Fontana, it may be tough, because I'm going to be all the way in the west side. And I have to come back. And I wouldn't want to drive a Porsche there, swap cars. Anyway, thank you, Nolan. I appreciate the kind words. I had a great time filming that. And I'm going to take some more stuff to Honegan very soon. It's going to be pretty cool. Well, Solt, I'll be more than honored to be able to do that with you. Ah, Kevin brings up a good point before I let you guys go, because time is almost up. I have four more minutes. We have to go. So, Insight. Many of you may not know my Insight. It's the car that allowed me to break more records than i can ever imagined. It's a 2006 Insight, full aluminum body, full body I didn't cut anything out of the car. Still has a stock windshield. Got it down to 920. It was the first front wheel drive all motor to hit 150 miles an hour. And when I did that, everyone like, You're cheating, you're cheating, you're cheating, you're cheating. No, I wasn't. Now people do 150, no problem, but we did it eons ago. We're talking to the friends from AEM and we're working to bring it out again. So Kevin, to your chagrin, I'm gonna bring out the, the, um, the insight very soon. In all its all motor glory, still in the same single cam glory, and I'm gonna to talk to guys at Hoonigan so I can do a build biology so you guys can understand what makes it tick. That was a proof of concept. Every component in that insight, from an engine perspective, was designed in-house. Every component. It was an engine that no one cared about, and I was told that I could never make power. I was flamed about trying to make that a performance engine. And we got it to 430 wheel horsepower, all motor. How awesome is that? You know? Thank you. Yes, Papa, I had tons of controversy with that, you know? 2JZ or RB26? 2J. <laughs> Martin, have a great day as well. And Martin has given me the perfect segue because it's now time and I'm getting warned by Instagram to cut off my, my, my feed. But guys, it's a pleasure interacting with all of you. Hello, Dennis. Thank you so much for everything. I look forward to seeing you as well Formula D, Felix. And for your Porsche files, So, guys who even are not Porsche people, I'll be at the Peterson on Sunday morning. Saturday, all day, I'll be at Formula D in the Turbinex booth. Come by, say hi. I'd love to check cars with you guys. Later to you a Bosch. Sam, I will call you sometime today, worst case tomorrow. Good seeing all of you. Take care. And Mazda, Team Mazda, thank you so much for this great car. You guys have ruined my life. A lot of fun with no power. Ah, What is the world coming to? Anyway, guys, have a great one. (laughs) Take care. Until next time. Cheers and stay safe. Bye-bye.